Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 26. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker joining you for another episode of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me today. This episode is actually being recorded uh, in Wichita, Kansas, where I am presenting at the Kansas Secondary School Principals presentation tomorrow, along with the elementary school um, principals tomorrow. Uh, at their annual conference here in Wichita, and I'm actually looking right out the window at a fantastic Riverwalk event that's going on in this uh, beautiful city uh, with the Arkansas River full of water and uh, boats and people and music and zip lines. It's just a beautiful night. You know, this episode is going to be focused on something that I've been speaking about as I've been invited, uh, especially during the summers, to speak to school leader organizations, and it's the hats that principals must wear. And normally I talk about the the eight hats that principals must wear. And so whether you are in the middle of serving students or whether you are in the middle of your vacation or whether you're preparing for one or whether you're listening to this episode as it's released or listening to a recorded episode um, from previous time, I just want to talk to you about why your service to students is so important and why it's important when you're serving students to make sure that you're paying attention to the essential roles that that school leaders need to be playing in order to serve their students well. If you look at the research from the Wallace Foundation on school leadership, most school principals last no more than five years in a school position. And there's lots of reasons for that, I'm sure. But as you make your school a place of belonging, it requires you to wear lots of hats, and sometimes wearing those hats uh, can become pretty overwhelming. And so as I'm speaking about these things, I want you to keep in mind that these are not things that any one person does perfectly. Some of these areas you may find yourself stronger, and some of these areas you may find that you still need to grow, just like I do every single day. And so let me just begin. Hat number one is the hat of the coach. Someone has to make a final call, and as the principal, that's going to often be you. So like a good coach, you need to learn to understand the strengths and weaknesses of your team. You need to be willing to listen to input from others. And ultimately, you need to be the one who makes the final calls, especially the difficult ones. Everyone knows that coaches are the ones that set the tone for a building, uh, for a team. They, they cast a vision. They help motivate their teams to action. And even if you're not a pep talk kind of person, it's important that you are clear with the direction that you're going and you're consistent with your follow-through and that you're fair-minded during difficulties. Like it or not, others are going to look to you for direction, and they're going to follow your lead. So plan to lead in a positive direction. Number two, the second hat that school leaders have, that school leaders must wear is the hat of the manager. 
you know, school leadership is more than management, but it's still an important part of it. Just this past week, I was speaking at a an event in in Georgia with an organization run by a man named Mark Schillinger, and Mark was talking about how that you know we are as school leaders transformational leaders, we're instructional leaders, and we're organizational leaders. And school management is part of that organizational leader. It is when you manage the amount of work that goes into the processes of school. You know, some school leaders like myself, I was surprised at the amount of work that was required for supervision, personnel decisions, report generating, budget decisions, schedule planning. But if you're transitioning from a classroom, for instance, to a school leadership position, you're you're responsible for not just a room now, you're responsible for every room in that school. In a way, you are the teacher of an entire building, and you cannot manage unless you have a great team on board. One way that we've tried to encourage focus in our school management, for instance, is by putting our key responsibilities for our staff in writing. So, for instance, although most of us over as previous teachers have a good sense of what's happening in each classroom, it's the many other roles that happen in buildings that sometimes surprise principals, and they may not be completely clear on who's responsible for what. So we sit down each year with our staff, our office staff, our counselors, our admin team, and we write out what we call our key responsibility areas so each person knows who is managing specific tasks throughout the year. You can look back at a previous post on my website at williamdparker.com and just search KRAs if you want to see examples of those. But the hat number two is the hat of the manager. Hat number three, whether you're handling concerns of students or parents or teachers, you are also a counselor. And a significant part of your leadership is learning to listen. Now, I am not a formal counselor, but I have learned the importance of giving my attention to other people and giving them feedback and helping them find solutions. And sometimes people just need to be heard. Sometimes they need to be guided into finding solutions. My favorite Stephen Covey quote comes into play when I talk about the counseling hat, and that is seek first to understand before seeking to be understood. Hat number four. A school leader is always on duty. Like it or not, you never stop being accountable to someone just because you are growing in leadership. Just because you're a principal does not mean you are on your own. You still answer to your superiors. You still answer to a state department. You still follow the same rules and regulations and policies and laws that your staff is expected to follow. So when you are absent, for instance, then submit your absence reports just like you ask your teachers to. If you ask your teachers to sign in the, in the mornings, then sign in yourself in the mornings. Um, principals never stop being accountable. And so hat number four is you are on duty. Hat number five. I once heard someone say that communication is 100% of what a principal does. And so I can't overemphasize hat number five, which is being a chief communicator. Um, so often because you're, you're on the front end of decisions or information that's coming from your school, we can falsely assume 
that others have the same information or the same context that we do. And and it's easy to forget that you haven't communicated. So over-communicate. Over-communicate. Here are a few ways that I think anyone can keep their communications clearer. Number one, be present and visible. Number two, follow up your meetings with email summaries so that everyone present knows exactly what was discussed and what was decided and what actions need to take place. Number three, email parents and teachers through group emails with school updates so people are informed on what's happening. Number five, when someone's upset, try to see them in person if possible before reaching out to them other ways. Number six, um, overwhelm your community with photos and updates and let your local media outlets know the great things happening in your school. And number seven, use a newsletter or whatever consistent means of communication that you can so that the great events that are happening in your school get published to a wider audience than just your school members. So hat number five is you are the chief communicator. Hat number six, you are a servant leader. One aspect that I appreciate about my current superintendent is his ability to roll up his sleeves and lend a hand. And more than once I have seen him helping Um, not just in my school, but even around our district with grounds work or serving in a meal line or organizing a tailgate party on a game night. And as school leaders, we are not exempt from service. In fact, we should be on the front line when it comes to helping other people. And this doesn't mean that we neglect the tasks of, of instructional leadership or management or supervision. It just means instead that at times we need to step in where there's a need and lend a hand. More than once, um, just like you have, I've cleaned up spills in my commons area, and I have found that working a mop is something that I can still do while wearing a tie. And so hat number six is servant leader. Hat number seven is the hat that so often I think is most neglected by school leaders. It's the hat of the individual. When I used to present on this, I would actually leave this hat out, and I finally decided that school leaders can't lead without thinking also about their own interests and gifts and strengths and the things that make your heart sing. What are those things that, when you invest your time in, give you the energy and the motivation to keep showing up to work and serving other people? If you neglect your own individual growth, your own personal growth, then it's going to be difficult for you to encourage others to grow too. So hat number seven is you are still an individual, so don't forget to be yourself. And the last hat, number eight, leaders must be team players. You are not working alone. You know, your teachers and students and staff members are so talented, and they are so intelligent, and they are so creative, and you can accomplish so much more when you pull that team together for taking care of school needs. So don't forget that you need others if you're going to be successful. Um, We are not, no no one is a Superman. And I love that quote uh, I heard once where someone said, tuck in your cape, you're no Superman. Ask for help. Strong leaders are also not the ones pushing, but they're the ones who are leading. They're, They're pulling, they're, Others follow them because they're collaborating with others to to accomplish goals. 
So as you set the tone for your building, remember that you're doing this in partnership with the other fantastic people with whom you work. Um, reminding yourself that you're a part of a team will keep you from the false belief that you're on your own. So let me wrap this up. School leaders wear lots of hats. And some of us wear some hats better than others. But you can never stop wearing each of these hats if you're going to continue to be effective in your schools. So again, number one, you wear the hat of coach. Number two, the manager. Number three, a counselor. Number four, you're on duty or accountable. Number five, you're the chief communicator. Number six, you're a servant leader. Number seven, you're an individual. And number eight, you're a team player. So let me wrap this up. You know, school leadership can be so multifaceted. It's a calling that requires you to practice so many different skills at once. And ultimately, your goal is to create a safe and effective learning environment so that no matter what hats you wear, um, you're reaching goals by often changing those hats. Now, my list is based on my own observations and my own readings and my own experience, but it's not exhaustive. So now it's your turn. What are some other roles or responsibilities that school leaders have to be prepared to handle? What are some other roles and responsibilities that school leaders must be prepared to handle? If you'd like to respond to that question, then reach out through my website at williamdparker.com, and you can leave a comment on the uh, podcast episode that accompanies this episode on my blog. Just look up Hats for Leaders. If you haven't had a chance to subscribe to receive my weekly email updates for school leaders, then please visit my website at williamdparker.com. When you do, I'll actually send you a quick, um, small ebook that outlines exactly what I talked about today. Um, eight hats, the essential roles that school leaders face every single day. And if you haven't checked out my book, Principal Matters, the action and courage and motivation needed for school leaders, then check it out at williamdparker.com or on amazon.com. Thanks for the time that you gave to listen today. Thanks for collaborating to get together. Thanks for learning and growing because what you do every day for students matters. See you next time.